Hello, internet friends, and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk. My name is Brandon, and today we're gonna to be talking about leading through tough times. Our guest today is gonna to stop by, and he's going to give us some stories and some tips on how to lead a team and how to lead yourself through difficult times. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome my guest, three-time Pro Bowl defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cameron Hayward. Cam, thanks so much for being here. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thank you. So thanks for, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It's a pleasure to, for even being on. Let's start off by talking about um, how you've been dealing with the isolation. What have you been doing? How you been keeping busy? What's it like being in the house with little kids all the time? Man, uh, with little kids all the time, um, that's an adventure in itself. Uh, love it to death. Um, you know, the surprising thing is I've gotten to spend a lot more time with my family, my wife, my kids. And, um, my kids don't even know what's really going on at the time. <laughs> so they just think daddy's home all the time. And, you know, we're, we're playing a lot more games. Uh, the first week, I feel like we were out in the basketball court for about an hour every day. Um, but, you know, just to pass the time, um, just uh, working out a bunch still, trying to take advantage of this time, stay ready. Um, and then, you know, uh, finding other hobbies. Uh, I'm trying to explore podcasting a little bit, see if that's uh, something I want to take up in the future. Uh, and then uh, just reaching out to friends and family, um, making sure they're all good. And um, it's been nice to, you know, have this time to actually just reach out and see how everybody's doing. Um, you don't get that time often. We've been talking about uh, leading in tough times and about leading others on your team or leading yourself. How do you approach being in a tough game? Um, morale's low, your teammates are tired and worn out. What do you tell them to give them hope to inspire guys when times are tough? Each guy is different um, and you got to approach it that way. Uh, everybody has a different thinking. Everybody was raised differently. Um, everybody responds differently. So for me, um, my biggest thing is to be an outlet either way. Um, you know, whether it's listening, um, there's certain guys you gotta, you know, be a little bit harder on and, you know, uh, almost call them out in a sense and they respond to that. But there's certain guys that just need to know you got their back. I think you can be an outlet and, you know, listen more than, than talk people are going to follow what you do more than what you say. Um, and so when you do that, uh, I think, and everybody sees your actions, um, whether it's you reaching out to friends or you um, finding other ways to communicate or, you know, stay busy or find other hobbies, uh, that can go a long way um, and, you know, set the example for the group. What was a time that was maybe – the, the toughest game you've ever been in or like the darkest season that you've maybe had to really step it up and say, like, I acknowledge like this is a, this is a dark time. This, this time needs me to be a leader right now. I think earlier on in my career when I wasn't playing, um, you know, I had to sit back and look at it from afar and just say, I'm going to keep working and I'm going to keep doing the things right to put myself in the best position possible for this team. And then I would say in the other way, uh, you know, uh, I think one game that really sticks out is that Bengals-Steelers uh, game in the playoff. Um, and, you know, uh, that was a, 
a crazy game. You know, on defense, we're out there. And, uh, you know, it's the last series. All they have to do is get a first down and it ends the game. Um, you know, I think we had a lot of guys on that team that preached, you know, the game's not over. Let's give ourselves a shot. Let's, you know, just give ourselves a chance. Um, and Ryan comes up with a big strip. Um, and then we go down the field. We get a couple penalties to go our way. Um, and then we kick a field goal to win the game. You know, I think it comes down to, you know, being poised in those moments, um, understanding that you're in an adverse situation, but you're able to attack it. You're thinking, what can I do to change it? And if if we do accomplish this, we're going to give ourselves a chance to win. Who would you say is is the greatest leader you've ever been led by? Man, I've had a pleasure to be around a lot of great leaders, um, but they've all led in different ways. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've had leaders like Troy who didn't always say a lot, but let his you know his work do the talk, and you know, um, you know, was never a headache to anybody, but he knew how to bring the best out of everybody. Or I've had guys like Brett Kiesel, who are a little bit more vocal, um, but knew, knew what it took to win. And, you know, he backed it up with his words and his, his actions. Um, you know, the convic- conviction he had um, and still has, um, you know, in anything he does uh, is exemplary. You know, I, I, I strive to be like those guys. You know, in college, I was – you know, privileged to be around guys like James Laurinaitis and Malcolm Jenkins, who, you know, no matter what people said about them, they were going to go out there and, uh, you know, put the best film out there um, and dominate the opponents. They didn't care who they were going against. If they were going against a good guy, so be it. They got to go against them. So, um, you know, it didn't matter who they played. They were going to make a, a lasting imprint on them. It sounds like, um, from your experience, that um, the the greatest leaders aren't the ones that are the most showy or the most vocal. Um, mm-hmm. What what would you say is something that they made you feel, like when you were being led by them? How did they make you feel? You know, I think inclusion is a big thing. Um, you know, through it all, I can say when I've been led by great leaders. Um, they've not only, you know, led me, but they've included me, um, you know, whether it was making me a feel part of this team, um, and, but then still challenging me in the same sense and making me feel like I, I owe this team a lot and I, you know, want to be a part of this, but I got a hold of my end of the deal. And I think when you have leaders that, you know, not only push you hard, but make you feel like, you know, your one your one piece could be the missing piece to the puzzle um, only benefits you. So you're getting ready for, for the, the upcoming season and mm-hmm. you know it's going to be a tough season mentally and physically. Uh, for people that, that are in a tough season of life right now, how, how do you prepare mentally, physically for a brutal phase of the year? Understanding that... Uh, you know, preparing for the worst and preparing uh, my body for a grind. Um, these are all things I want if I want to accomplish my goals. My goal one day is to be a Super Bowl winner, uh, to be a defensive MVP. Um, you know, these are goals I, stri- I strive for. Uh, but to do that, I think you got to prepare. You know, if you don't prepare, uh, you know, you're a fool. You don't, you're, you're not going to accomplish anything. You're just hoping and wishing. It's one thing to dream, and it's one thing to think about it. 
but it's another thing to prepare yourself for. It's another thing to um, give yourself all the tools you need to accomplish your goals. Do you ever get discouraged? How do you deal with failure? How do you deal with playing in front of all those people and like you mess up? Do you ever feel like discouraged, bummed out, sad? Like what what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I tend to take it way harder when we lose. I think uh, Coach T told me was heavy as the head that wears a crown. And, you know, um, when we fall short, I, I, I kind of take it to play more than, than anybody else. Um, but with that, I give myself a day um, usually to, you know, feel sorry for myself and, you know, say that, you know, I'm the reason why. But after that, I say, why can I be the reason to change it around? Um, you know, I look at it as I can, I may have lost that game, but how am I going to change this? How am I going to, you know, better myself because of this? Through losses, you have lessons. Um, and the best lessons are always taught in losses. So, um, you know, given those opportunities, uh, you got to learn to grow from it. You don't blame others at all? No. Never. Uh, I think I blame myself before I blame anybody else. I've always been taught that um, it's easy to point the finger. Um, it's better uh, to, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and understand that uh, you have more responsibility um, than anybody else to any certain current situation that affects you. In tough times, what's something that maybe is your, your North Star? Where's your, what's your inspiration for doing what you do? My inspiration comes from two two things. Um, my family, um, you know, making sure uh, I, I leave a legacy for them. Um, I, I uphold them and I set the model for how my family should be in the future. Um, I, t- I care too much about them to, you know, um, to do this uh, halfway and to maybe, you know, take it easy. I want them to understand that Dad did his all and everything he did, whether it was football or community um, or being a father first uh, or a husband. You know, I want them to understand and expect that uh, in their lives as well. The next thing uh, for my inspiration is um, I don't want to just be good. You know, it's, it's one thing just to be good. It's another thing to be great at something. I think you have to get to a process to be good, to great, um, to be exceptional. Um, you know, and those are things I strive for. I don't, I don't settle, uh, you know, in anything I do, you know, uh, every walk of life, I want to make sure I'm maximizing my potential. What would your advice be to overcoming like negativity and, and, uh, discouragement? I would say, uh, these times are different and, you know, I think everybody's trying to navigate through it. We got to look to lead, um, and we got to look for ways we can, you know, help. Uh, you know, you don't have to be an athlete to help. The worst thing we can do is feel sorry for ourselves. Um, there are a lot of people dealing with a lot of unfortunate situations, but we have to look at it as how can we help? How can we better this situation? You know, there's going to be an ending point. I don't know when, I don't know where, but there will be an ending point. And what will we be at the end of this? Will we be better people because of it? Or will we just stay the same? So you were born in Pittsburgh, right? Right. Is home. Why do you think that the Pittsburgh, like, why do you think that they've been able to adopt the, the leading in tough times mentality? Why do you think that we have such a, uh, a spirit about us that, that we're not really shaken by tough times? What, what's your take on that? You know, I, we're a blue collar city um, and um, we've had tough times before. 
but we've always seemed to not only bounce back but heal um, and appreciate those who've been affected by different outcomes and different events that have taken part over the years. The greatest thing we've ever done, I think, is rally around each other and understand that we uh, have to be there for each other. I have friends and family that uh, walks in all different types of life. And, you know, I can never, I can never say that Pittsburgh wasn't there for them because um, we always try to make sure we take care of our own. Um, and, you know, that's the way Pittsburgh's always been. What are you looking forward to most when this is all over? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's the most I can't wait to just go to the movie theaters I know I've been watching a lot of movies but like to just like go on a date again and like uh, be around people like you know to get those moments back uh, and then to obviously get back on the field and uh, hear the fans again I think that's going to be an awesome feeling to feel like wow we have fans and they're able to cheer and everybody's healthy yeah I think this city is going to go nuts and we have to miss <laughs> The pens and now the the buckos, yeah. but oh my gosh, uh, Heinz Field is is going to be bananas when we're all. It back. is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you you coming on and uh, taking some time and, and hanging out. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I'd like to thank my guest Cameron Hayward for being here. My name's Brandon, and remember to take care of yourself. Take care of your neighbors, and I'll see you again next time.